This is Josh from the Josh in Japan podcast, and you're listening to You Are the Guest with Bill Grady. Welcome to You Are the Guest, a weekly show where you can be the guest and tell people what you and your friends and neighbors think about news events and issues of the day. It's part talk show, part opinion poll, part reality show, and a whole lot of fun. And it's completely dependent upon your participation as a guest. To be considered as a guest for a future show, check out the website at www.youaretheguest.com for details. Now here's your program host, Bill Grady. Greetings from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, and welcome to show number 20 of You Are the Guest, the show where we talk to everyday people just like you and me about their lives and about the issues of the day. Our guest today is from Houston, Texas. Chris, welcome to the program. Why, thank you. First off, I want to say what a huge honor it is to be on the show, because without a doubt, You Are the Guest is my favorite interview show of all the podcasts. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Tell me about your show, and tell me about Houston, Texas. Uh, well, gee, my show is actually four shows. <laughs> I do, uh, the one I'm probably most known for now is the Pod Music Countdown. And that one counts down the top ten pod-safe tunes that are being played across all the podcasts. The... Um, the other show, the one which I started first, which is, is more of an audio blog, a personal commentary type show, and that one's called Riding with the Window Down. Now, I also do the Lone Star Gridiron podcast, which covers Texas high school football, and one called This Week in Houston, which is a citizen journalist type uh, program covering what's happening in and around Houston. So is Houston considered by the locals to be a fairly safe place to live or a dangerous place to live like most of the media would have us believe? Well, by the locals, it's considered a very safe place to live. Uh, if you pay attention to the media, though, you will get a much different story because of, you know, of what they choose to cover. They, they choose to cover the rapes and the murders and the, the carjackings and things like that. And, and really, there's a lot more to Houston than that. Why do you think the, the national media are going after Houston so much? Oh, well, right now, it may be a backlash against George Bush. But, uh, but just traditionally, uh, I guess Texans have an air of arrogance to them. So maybe, maybe it's kind of a, you know, a way to put us in our place or something. <laughs> Why do you think that so many podcasters are Scorpios? Uh, I, I don't know. And that was just something I had uh, kind of started to notice. Gary over at the Podcast Pickle, in adding profiles, added something that no one else had ever seen before. You can get some details about who's out there podcasting. Uh, I've had some discussions with some Scorpios that are podcasting, and since we're all very full of ourselves we kind of decided, well, maybe that's it. We just have this, you know, need to be heard and to, to get attention. What makes Texas high school football, especially the players, some of the best in the country? Well, I think, I think it's, it's kind of a culture. It's, it's a way of life. Uh, you know, if you saw the movie Friday Night Lights, which I had a cameo in, kind of cool, um, if you saw that, you understand the mentality. That's not an exaggeration. There are, 
there are towns out in East Texas, Central Texas, who literally shut down on Friday night, and everybody goes out to the stadium to watch the football game. So, you know, when you, when you grow up into that, these kids see the football players as heroes, so that's what they do. That's what they spend all their free time doing. It's either hunting or playing football. <laughs> what are the pros and cons of that? Uh, well, you obviously have a, a large number of players who simply cannot make it at a higher level, who can't you know, support themselves as football players, who get injured at an early age. I mean, there, there's lots of cons to it. But the pros, the pros are huge in that you do have communities that are very tight-knit. In, in this age of everybody, you know, compartmentalizing and nobody going outside and talking to each other, it's refreshing to see an entire community meet at a football stadium and shake hands, you know, tell stories, swap lies. You, you know the stuff. What position did you play in football? Uh, I was at a 2A school, which is very small. We had 53 people in our graduating class. So I had to play on both sides of the ball. I played wide receiver and defensive back. What's the big local news story in Houston today? Well, again, again we get back to that, uh, the public image of Houston, and the local news story is this rash of crime that's going on right now. And the angle everybody's taking on it is it's mainly being perpetrated by Katrina evacuees. There's just large numbers of rapes, crimes, burglaries, even murders, and the, the suspects and or, you know, I guess the people, perpetrators, are, are evacuees from Louisiana. What's your take on that? Well, I don't, I don't know that I have a take. It's, it's just... Obviously, the facts are the facts. The, 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 these people are committing a lot of crimes. Um, they may be making more of the fact, you know, that they're the Louisiana people doing it. But, you know, I don't have access to the stats to see if it's an abnormal increase or if it's just media hype. Can you describe the political climate in Texas today? <laughs> it could be best described as bipolar. We, uh, obviously, this is a conservative state, and it is, it is George Bush country through and through, with the exception of the state capital, Austin. And uh, that is just the most vehemently democratic area, you know, probably in the country, even more so than some of the areas like San Francisco. Uh, and I think because they feel so outnumbered and so walled in by conservatives that, uh, that they are very outspoken. How do people in Texas view the Bush family? Uh, most of them think of them as, you know, Texas royalty. Um, again, with the exception of those on, on the other side of uh, the fence who, who view them as, you know, downright evil. Are people in your area talking about the CIA leak case at all? Uh, yes, they actually they are talking about it somewhat, but the people who are talking about it are not the the strong conservative base. The the conservatives are completely ignoring the issue, whereas the rest of them are out there saying, you know, why why hasn't Karl Rove been indicted? You know, they're they're just appalled at uh, I guess how little 
has been attention has been given to it. What do you think about it? Well, you don't want to get me started on politics. I think they're all crooks, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I I think it's deplorable. I think everybody involved should be losing their jobs at the very least. Here are the final five questions. What was the first podcast you ever listened to? I would have to say Dave Weiner's uh, Morning Coffee Notes. And he is probably, I guess, my hero or icon in the podcasting world. Do you have your own recipe for chili? Yeah, it's called Any Recipe That Somebody Else Makes. And there's plenty of it to go around in Texas. What was the first record you ever bought? I think it was um, the song Pop Music, a 45 of Pop Music. What's some words of wisdom that you could share with some other podcasters? I would say probably try to stay above the fray and just get out there and do what you feel and, and just love it. You know, if you're not loving it, if you've got to go in and it's a job or if you've got to go in and you feel like you have to fight, you know, people or things, you know, forget it. It's not worth it because this is, this is too great of a thing for it to be anything other than fun. And finally, what's a not-to-miss attraction when visiting Houston? Not-to-miss when visiting Houston. Uh, let me think. They just closed Astroworld because it wasn't making as much money as a big hotel will. Um, it really depends on what people like because there's so many different things. There's, a, there's Japanese gardens. There's some of the finest museums in the country. Uh, you name it. There's some great opera. There's some great theater. I, 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 I couldn't pick just one. Chris, it's time to turn the tables and play Ask Bill 3. This is where I'm going to turn the microphone over to you, and you can ask me three questions about anything. So fire away. Well, you know, <laughs> I've been writing these for a while, ever since I, I talked to you way back when, and... Every time I have three of them written down, the next show that comes out, somebody takes one. So it's been a real struggle to keep up, but I do have some. Number one, is there life after death? Absolutely. Positively, without question. Okay. Any, any info about what that will be? Well, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have a, a little bit of a, of a different twist. You know, I used to think of... The life after death, kind of like that really great high school reunion where the the band plays all night, There's the beer's always cold, and you get to see a lot of people that you haven't seen in a very long time. And you're still in shape, right? Absolutely. You're, always, you're still in shape, you look good, and nobody cares. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to number two. Who or what has hurt podcasting the most? Time for some controversy. I don't think I'm really going to concentrate on who because I don't think there's one person that has really done anything bad. I think the one thing that, that surprises me now is the lack of homework when it has come to music licensing. I think that people just kind of jumped in and 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 went 
into playing music and really didn't do their homework. And what I think will, will happen is in the, the tsunami is coming, and it's coming in about two years from now. As soon as the record companies and everybody sees that podcasting is making money, then they're going to go after the podcasters. Right right now, nobody's making money. So so they're still trying to get their act together. They're trying to do this and that. But as soon as the industry makes money, they're going to be out there with their hands out. So, so your advice would be to those playing RIAA music, stop doing it quick. <laughs> no, I, you know, I can't make that judgment for, for anybody. But for God's sakes, do your homework. Right. You know, get on and, and find an informed opinion. And then make your judgments from there. For me, it's a choice that I choose not to make. I choose not to play that type of music. I've gone with royalty-free music. I play pond-safe music. And that's the choice that I've made. Everybody's got to do their own homework. Everybody's got to decide what's best for them. And so, you know, don't let that ignorance come back to bite you two years down the road when we start making money. All right, well, let's move on to number three, then. What would you consider to be the best unknown podcast? I like the Small World podcast. I don't know if you could put it into the consideration that, you know, that is little known or less known. I think Bazooka Joe does a really good job. You know, I'll put that down there as as, as one. Um, there are you know, podcasts I listen to regularly. Writing with the window down, <laughs> excellent is one. Israelisms, Josh in Japan, uh, Radio Filibuster. I just found out about a few weeks ago, which I really like. Um, those those are the ones that you know they come right to the top of my mind. So they're right there as top of mind awareness. But uh, the the thing that I like, and, and maybe this goes back to one of your earlier questions. You know, I've seen a lot of posts about people who don't like a particular show because of what they're saying or what they're portraying or what their attitude is. And my thought on that is if you don't like what he's saying, then turn it off. <laughs> and could did you realize that you could find a brand new show every single day and and spend the time listening to that instead of complaining about what he said in the last show and so that would be my advice is find a podcast a day a new one and give it a listen every single day and you'll never run out of new content love it chris why don't you tell a little bit more about your podcast we talked about that earlier but how can people find you well the easiest way is to go to chrisdaily.com but it's spelled very differently Daily is spelled D-O-E-L-L-E. And there's a link to all four shows there, Riding with the Window Down, Lone Star Gridiron, Pod Music Countdown, and This Week in Houston. And you're the entrepreneur of podcasting, right? I, well, I've been called a lot of things, <laughs> some of them nicer than others. But uh, I tell you, one thing I am is passionate about podcasting. And uh, I just, you know, I think the sky's the limit for myself and for thousands of podcasters who may not even be podcasting yet. I mean, there's so much opportunity here. One last question before I let you go. Mm -hmm. 
Who do you like as far as Podsafe music? Well, you know on my show, the Pod Music Countdown, I count down the, the most popular ones. I, I think it is so cool that I'm becoming great friends with these artists. I've got, you know, Bob Gentry, a good friend of mine, who has just some amazing stuff. He calls me, Brother Love calls me on a weekly basis, Adrena Thorpe, Matthew Evil, basically anybody in my countdown. I love their music, and there, there's, some, there's some unknown ones, too. Like uh, the guy you've been playing, uh, I forget his name, David... Uh, yeah. Darren Geffrey. Aaron, okay. Yeah, I, I heard the California song, and then on the last one I heard a new song, a different one by him. And he's a South Dakota boy. Is he? All the way from Aberdeen. Sweet. Well, I get to play one bonus track on each of the countdowns, and uh, definitely be featuring him because... Uh, it's very good music. Any others? Uh, wow, you name it. 46 Bliss is great. Chance is pretty darn good. I mean, there's there's just so many out there. And um, frankly, I, I rely on the fact that I get, I get reports from all, all these podcasters telling me who they're playing. So when I see a name a few times, I know somebody likes them. That's why I try them out. So I'd say probably the best thing to do is listen to the Pod Music Countdown, and you'll definitely hear the most popular ones. And uh, it's a great place to find new artists. Chris, thanks again for being a guest on You Are the Guest. Are you glad that you sent in the note and asked to be on the show? I Like, like I said, you are the interview god. <laughs> Seriously, I am I'm overjoyed to be on the show. Really looking forward to it coming out. And... Uh, and to hearing the next shows, I always look forward to your interviews because, without a doubt, you ask the best questions in podcasting. If you'd like to be a guest on a future show, just go to our website at www.youaretheguest.com. Submit your first name, the town where you live, and a short description on why you'd make a good guest. There is no charge for being a guest, and you'll have the opportunity to share what you think and how the news and events from today affect your life. The show's producers will contact you by email if you're chosen for a future show. Psst, I need to tell you something. It's about the best-kept secret on the Internet. Yeah, that's right. PodcastPickle.com. The best podcasting directory on the Internet. That's show number 20 of You Are the Guest. And taking us out are two songs from the Poncho Ponsafe Music Network. It's a double shot of Douglas Fur, a band from Australia, with their song Stereophile and Revolution. From the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, I'm Bill Grady. Thanks for listening.
Provided from the Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com. <laughs> 